Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host here each and every week. That's right, folks. We don't take a break. We're here week after week, introducing you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. It is a simple, we will go with minimalism, but it's a beautiful concept. This week, we are up to episode number seven, Setenta. This is our seventh season, and it's very fitting to take it back to my roots, back to the Philadelphia, with the one and only Mr. Keith Morin Griman. Now, if you're spelling that properly at home, it's G-R-E-I. M-A-N, KeithGriman.com on the website place, and also on Instagram, Keith Warren Griman. It was a really nice opportunity to talk to Keith. We had learned about him through our friend Alex Peltz, who does some work with Hill Farmstead. He's done some work you know, around the Philadelphia area, and just most recently, uh, congratulations, Alex, moved back to Vermont. But it's nice when artists recommend other artists. We do mention that in the program. So we apologize for the redundancy, but it's just really nice to, to get that recommendation from a friend of a friend and just pass it on down the line. So that's how we did learn of Alex. Really love what he's doing. And what I love about Alex, not only do we really hit it off, we, we goof around, and we should be having our dad podcast. You know, sorry, that's a spoiler. You know, coming out soon. But he was just super easy to talk to. We just, you know, he definitely... Whether he found me funny, he definitely was humoring to my jokes, which, you know, let's be honest, either way is, is, is fine with me. But it was really it was a good opportunity to talk to somebody, really enjoy what he's doing. And we talked about, you know, this is not a spoiler, but we talked about what he's up to. We talked about the work that he's on with uh, a variety of breweries in the, in the Philadelphia area. And at no point does he mention that he has recently done an amazing mural at the Philadelphia International Airport. So... I just, I just love that that's something that he has, you know, was able to not mention, and he's still just doing some really incredible stuff. So it's really just a, a real pleasure to introduce you to, you know, Keith Griman. I think that his work speaks for itself. It has a, a warmth, it has a, a, a positive, kind of a happy you know, vibe to it. Very, you know, very, very playful, very uh, intricate but yet very loose and also is uh to me it, it tells a story and it uh, invokes an emotion so a lot of uh, a lot of um contradicting descriptions there but once you see keith's work i think that'll speak for itself so keith warren griman ei not i before e g-r-e-i-m-a-n on instagram and keith com on the website place so with that said, you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer. My name is AJ. 16ozcanvas.com is the website. 16ozcanvas, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Head on over to iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to us. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Positive feedback is welcome. Obviously, all feedback is welcome, but it's just uh, we really appreciate that. You know, thanks everybody's left reviews over iTunes or just quickly. Uh, quickly, 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 left us uh, reviews and has also clicked on the, the stars for us over there, so it is appreciated. With that said, I want to take a quick opportunity to thank 
each and every one of you who's taking the opportunity to donate. And for those of you who have reached out, also for those individuals who joined us this past Saturday for was one of the highlights of my life. Let's just put it out there. Channel 14, Carlo Del Gallery in New Haven, Connecticut. One of our things we had artists showcasing their work throughout the gallery. We had nine of the 11 artists there on location. We had probably over 15 different beers. We had donations and raffles available. We were selling shirts and glasses. You know, made a really fun playlist, and we had a food truck, and it was just a, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful experience. Because that was the first time we tried to bring this thing to life, and that has given me the inspiration that we need to push forward. I can promise you, you know, with what we're thinking about, that we're really going to do some amazing stuff in 2019. We are debating if we should do another, you know, gallery uh, this year. But the beautiful part is the gallery is open here in Connecticut, right outside of New Haven in the Woodbridge kind of area, uh, right near New England Brewing Company, right off exit 58 on the uh, Merritt Parkway, Route 15, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful time. Like I said, 11 artists. We have Dan Blakesley, who will be performing this Saturday, July 21st, with Eric Litcher live you know he's showcasing the original focal banger and Hedy topper photos also rapture and holy cow we have lisa Sotero from stony creek the heron lady yourself we have hal golson whose work that he does and has done with wicked weed is just second to none he's currently also working with new belgium we had jess graham from the alchemist put up together a really beautiful and unique piece, you know, kind of showcasing her work, showcasing the process that she does, CeeLo behind the scenes. She had a beautiful mural, and then she also brought some of the, the bottles and cans and brought those to life. I guess before we had over 14 different breweries, you know, big thanks to New England Brewing Company, Black Hog, Athletic Brewing. We also had beer from Burlington Beer Company, which is very special for us to get in Connecticut and sold out very quickly. We had Evil Twin, we had Root and Branch, we had Hoax, we had Erector Beer, and it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And thank you for that. Also, feature was Daniel Endicott from Forest in Maine. His uh, lovely watercolors are a part of the, the showcase. Dean McKeever from Treehouse showed uh, Julius, showed some of his early curiosity pieces, uh, Native uh, Seven, early sketches there, the cabins. We had Leslie Herman work there from Fat Orange Cat. He had some early sketches of the pieces, you know, kind of uh, on graphite pencil, as well as the, the output for that. One of the, the fan favorites was Steve McDonald with Burlington Beer Company. I had the pleasure of joining him while he painted a mural on the Friday before the opening, and then he also integrated three pieces, Ocean, uh, Earth, and there's the third piece. Uh, I apologize, Stephen. Um, that he was uh, showcasing there, and prints are still available. Craig Gilbert from New England Brewing Company was there showing a mix of his flow work as well as early sketches for Gandhi Bot, Fuzzy Baby Ducks, Wise Trash, and tons and tons of others of his early works. So it was wonderful to see that. Heidi Geis from 48 Beer Project. You can follow her at 48beerproject.com or 48beerproject on Instagram. Had some lovely larger pieces, probably the, the largest group of pieces that we had in the show. Uh, next to her, we also then had 
last but certainly not least, Kevin Simo of Fairfolk with the work that he has with Trillium. It was uh, very unique. The cool part was showcasing the sketches, showing the progression of the project, and then he had little uh, shelves that showcased the, the works by showing the, the physical bottle. So a lot of fun. The Art of Crapier.com. We're there to July 29th. We have a lot more going on, but we want to thank you. And without further ado, let's get right back into it. Episode 70, Keith Griman, 70, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. This week, very excited from my hometown, as you know, Philadelphia. Checking in, we have the one and only Mr. Keith Griman. Thank you so much for making the time today, Keith. It's uh, nice to be able to finally connect. Awesome. Pleasure's mine. Excellent. All right. You heard that, folks. He said the pleasure is his. So if this goes to shit, it's true. he already said it. So, yeah, really excited. We came to, we actually, which is really cool, we came to learn of your work through the work that you and Alex have done, Alex Peltz. So that was really kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. And and if you follow along, you can see there's a, you know, a general kind of, you know, bromance, I guess, with lack of a better note, but just a really appreciation for each other. And we love recommendations that we get from other artists because that's, to me, is one of the most beautiful things of the project. And so... Really, yeah, Alex, you know, was hyping you up in his episode, and so we've been following along, you know, been able to, you know, experience the journey. You've been doing some really cool stuff, and just really, again, thank you so much for, for making the time today. Awesome. So, for folks, you know, at home who, uh, are, you know, want to follow along, you know, get the, you know, get the plugs, keithgriman.com, it's G-R-E, um, like myself, it does not use the I before E uh, methodology. And so G-R-E-I-M-A-N.com. So check that out. And then on Instagram, you can follow along, you know, the process and just kind of the the life the life of Keith Warren Griman. It's Keith Warren yeah. Griman on the Instagram. All the important stuff. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's really nice. You show some of the pieces you're working on, the, you know, the finished product, you know, and it's really just kind of a, a good insight into into what you're doing, some some dad life stuff in there. It's uh, it's really great. Yeah, try try not to be too over. I try to be very conservative with my dad life posting, but it's definitely it exists. Right, and I think that you know, as we were you know talking before we started, it, it is a reality. And you know, I think that as somebody like yourself who is a we like to call entrepreneur, you know, you're you have the the hustle <laughs> and you know making it work. You know, it's it part of that comes with the. I, you know, the idea that there's this other stuff going on and it's, uh, that's why to me, it's even more amazing when, when to learn that you know, there's little ones running around in the background where all this great stuff's being created. And one could argue it's part of the, as they say in Philly, trust the process, right? So it could be part of the process. Yeah, man. But, Trying to groom them to eventually start helping and kind of, you know, yeah, right, hold yeah. up their end a little yeah, bit. Right? But Can you carry these supplies? Little, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, I would love to, you know, if you could really, let's just, let's just get started. We'll go back in the Wayback Machine and just kind of give, you know, how you got into art and, you know, where it, you know, where it's kind of taking you a little, you know, this is a little introspective for you, but I uh, would love to, would love to know a little more about the, the Keith yeah. Griman story. Definitely a, a, a lifer. You know, my mom being the diligent mother that she is still has like piles and piles of uh, old comics and drawings going you know, as back as like far back as kindergarten and always did. It was always, for whatever reason, it was always the main interest 
Um, so I always did like Saturday classes and summer classes and, you know, was always just doing whatever art activities uh, were available. And then eventually, you know, you sort of con your parents like, oh, I'm going to, the, the funny thing to me about art school is always like everybody's like, you know, you want to give your parents like that. I'm going to have a career. So everybody says they go for design. And then after like six months, it's like, well, I'm going to be a glass blower or a ceramics major. And I just sort of skirted over a little bit to, to painting and illustration and less of a design focus, but, you know, definitely still uh, did the art school thing. Well, yeah, which I think has probably helped you in what you're doing now, you know? So you've always been drawing and, and, and painting and, and things of that nature. So that, that's pretty, I mean, I think that's a good story. And I think the fact that your folks were supportive of it is, uh, I think that's an, an underlying kind of message that we, we've seen too, that like, again, I'm not trying to make this like a, a, a parenting podcast, but I think it's just important to support. <laughs> but really, I think it really impacts, you know, when folks get into their art or their process, it really, it does have an impact on how the local community or you know friends and family around them really you know embrace it. I mean, it's not, it's, it's part of your soul. I, I feel like it's really part of who you are. But, yeah, for sure. And my my parents still at the mom and dad Griman house. You know, they got some good sixth grade Garfield drawings hanging up in the bathroom. Just probably the real gems of my career, I would say. Yeah, they hold. Yeah, hold on to that tight, mom and dad. That's going to be worth some you know some ducats. So definitely. Oh, for sure. Well, they know. They, they know. Yeah, they're smart. They, they groomed you, like yeah. you said. You got to get some of those. That's the hard part. Is and again, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's just like as a parent, you're, when the kids make something, you're trying to decide like how much of this do I keep, or how much, how many bins can I keep of just kind of like doodles that you know will be cool. So yeah, we're trying to scan some in so that we can like keep them but not have a oh, you know a treat. I keep everything. Yeah, I let my wife do like the dirty work of like weeding it out. But as far as I'm concerned, everything. Yeah, I, mean, I make the piles, and it's like. I think each of us will, I think what we do is we don't have parent guilt is we'll do it on our own. So if we throw something yeah. out, it's, we don't ask the other one. Cause then you don't have like they you don't, they actually don't have to be an accomplice. Like, I think that's a good move. Yeah. Just can't, if you throw it out, it's just, right. you do it yourself. It's like rip the bandaid, go and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that your style is very unique. You know, the, you know, how you, your creations, you know, your, your the scenery you're using, how your, your, your characters that you're utilizing, how would you describe your your style or you know what is your, or your medium i guess you know we stopped using the word aesthetic because we started getting uh, artist hate mail but um <laughs> we really try to yeah that was that was our big like we're cool like keith early on question that we because i don't have an art background i have more of a marketing and branding so i was just like oh you, aesthetic yeah, sounds like thing. such a cool word and people, yeah, and you and you just hear like uh and so we stopped i, I don't bristle at it you know um all right i know i was always um, stuff that always spoke to me that definitely grew up comics cartoons you know when you're young I was like oh I'll be a comic artist and I mean that 100% informs you know what I go on to do um, continuing with our theme I always had like I collected children's books because I liked a lot of the uh, the artists that did them long before oh, so I had kids now it's just less weird that I have these books you know oh, yeah. okay good I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad you identified that because I was like hmm, yeah okay. for sure <laughs> And, and so, yeah, I mean, all that stuff, you know, is always, and, and then also, and there's kind of a commonality between, like, that sort of look, and then I always loved, like, the uh, the outsider art, I mean, the art of the insane. I always joke that I feel like we all go to school to get these fancy degrees to sort of try and draw as poorly as 
you know, this naive sort of thing that like kids and the, you know, the art, the outsider art sort of thing has. So, you know, definitely lots of nods to that, um, whether intentionally or unintentionally on my end. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely, um, I, I, I love it because it's, you can tell looking at it there, that's your work. And I really, I really like that, that it stands out that, you know, it's kind of, in a, in a way, especially for with the new kind of dimensions or the new um, you know craft beer love of the of the can art, I really I think it's really allowed for for folks to not have to fit within the confines of a traditional space, and it's allowed for a little more you know creativity and you know people to be able to to, to celebrate the uniqueness instead of just being like okay, this has to be, you know the the art is great because it's some of the proportions are different of the arms and legs and just how you create your, your, uh, your scenery and it won't, won't argue, wouldn't fall into what is considered traditionally, like from a design perspective, something that like a brand, you know, from a branding would, would be, would be utilized. And it's been, it's been really, really well received. Okay. Um, Sorry. My phone was actually breaking up their hair. Uh, it was, it was really, I, I said a lot of nice stuff. You really missed it, dude. Well, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're just going to edit that part over. Now, what was cool? We, now, obviously, we were talking before. I'm a huge Philly sports fan, you know, despite not living there anymore. I think once you're, you know, Philly, you're always Philly. And um, it was really great to see on ESPN and, you know, Sports Center, your, your, your trust the process, you know, and I think the, the Phantom of the Process labels or pieces that, that showed up recently. That must have been a really cool experience. I lost my mind. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm like deep on the Sixers thing, and so I remember the first conversation was like, I was like, is this a coincidence, or do you know where I'm coming from on this? And then they were like, No, we're very well aware of where you stand on the Sixers. Um, my buddy John, that's the brewer over there, brokered the deal, and was like, Oh, if we're doing a Sixers thing, you got to talk to my buddy. But I did not know initially when I was going in for the conversation about doing a label that that's where this was heading. So I was I was very like. Oh, this is this is the best, and then yeah. So and then they keep kind of like you know, uh, as as the process continues, they keep kind of doing new riffs on uh, that uh, that beer angle, and so yeah. And then they keep tapping me. I think we have another one coming up in the fall, uh, once basketball kicks back up. So I will forever. Yeah, basketball art is is the joy of my career. Yeah, and so folks, that's with uh, with Evil Genius. Um... Evil Genius. Yeah. So we'll give them a nice plug. But yeah, I saw, I remember, because I was exci- excited and it was around, I think it was around the playoff time. They were doing one of those like, you know, preview leads into like the commercial break. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that was just, and I was like, nah, it couldn't have been. I rewound. I was like, holy shit, yeah. I was like, that's Keith. I was, it was just like. Yeah, I, I got never- some text. I, I had no idea it was going to be on there. And all of a sudden, you know, I think I got like, you know, a couple texts and an email from my dad being like, check this out. I was like, oh, sweet. I had no idea. Right, and then to stick with the puns, right? You have, you know, you also did, you know, Rye Eagles Rye for you know another, uh, you know, Round Guys Brewery. So that's kind of those those labels that you did with uh, with Alex were the kind of that was kind of the introductory point into how we, you know, how we found out about you. And so then, I don't know, I went to the parade and it was it was awesome. So oh, you I, came down for that. Oh. You're very brave, man. Right, yeah, I'm I'm 40, man. Like it, it, that's that was I never thought that would happen. My son's seven, and, and he was like, "Oh yeah," like he was just like when Wentz got hurt, I was like, "Well, that's classic Philly right there." Like it was too good to be true. Yeah. 
And he was like, Dad, well, he's like, he's like, he'll be back next year, right? And as soon as I told him that, he's like, well, let's talk about this Nick Foles guy. And I was like, well, he's actually not so bad. And he's like, okay, well, he'll be our guy. And I was like, oh. I'm like, how'd you get to like, I'm like, oh, you're not jaded yet. You're only seven. Like, you haven't had four, you know. Yeah, you you'll had, see. So. Yeah, you'll see. You won't have Terrell Owens break his leg while we're having the best season. And then, yeah, and then Donovan McNabb throw up in the Super Bowl. You don't know what that means. Yeah, and, it, was, it, was, it was pretty wild. I braved, I went like close to the parade, but I didn't go. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't do the art museum because that was just yeah. I, I, with a kid. It was insane. But I mean, I, I was the happiest I've seen people in Philadelphia in a really long time. Yeah, like people. Yeah. Were, people I, mean, were. I think that they are still riding that wave. I, yeah. I haven't seen this much smiling Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, in my entire life. So I'm like, it's uh, it's like July and we're saying everybody's still doing good. Okay. Yeah, it's like something's going wrong. It's just like even like within the family, there's a dispute. It's like if I just say, hey, we won the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, okay. Things are okay now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they just look down at their Super Bowl T-shirt that they have not taken off, and it's the gentle reminder that yeah. it's all okay. Yeah, I was saying it's like Frank's Red Hot, man. They put that Super Bowl championship shit on everything. Like, you can get, like, anything you want. It's like, oh, here's a fork. It says Super Bowl champions. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hey, Again, so going, but, like, unfortunately, I do, uh, I have, uh, you know, basketball fandom. So I, I do, as much as I'm happy for everybody else, I can't pretend like I have any kind of stock in that one. So my, hopefully my time will come. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm blindly loyal. So it's, it's been kind of nice to, to follow along. And what you find when you're out of market is that the better the teams are doing in Philadelphia, that the more games you'll get, like when the Phillies are really good, we'll get, you know, 30 or 40 games up here on TV. And then when the, all of a sudden the Sixers are popping up, I, you know, I can get, you know, 20, 25 games. And so it's been, it's been really, it's really, it's a good sign when the, the Philly, the Philly love trickles up upstate. It's also it's good for business. As long as these guys keep making the sports beers, you know, good for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so what is, uh, this is perfect. What is the, so what is the process for you? So how does that come you know, how does that come together? You know, since you do work with a few different breweries, do they come to you with just a name, or do you know how does that kind of give a little bit behind the curtain here? Sure. The um, I mean, the real trick is to make them each different. You know, that's the super important thing to me. You don't want two things sitting next to each other <clears throat> on a shelf, and you're like, oh, this is pretty similar. Um, so, you know, in with I'd say that the evil genius stuff is probably the truest to my personal work in the sense of I do paintings and I do hand done type and that's, you know, and then construct a label out of, you know, an actual painting or the, uh, the stuff that I do, uh, with uh, highway manor, for instance, initially the original branding and the core group of bottles was uh, a friend of mine, Nick Apice and I who had grown, we'd worked together a bunch, known each other a long time, did a bunch of concert posters and, uh, various art projects. And I was like, oh, this would be a fun, more commercial way for us to work together. And so we did a bunch. And then Nick kind of got tied up and busy doing other projects. And then when we continued to do more labels, sort of a nod to that idea of collaborating, all the, uh, we, well, one Alex came in, so Pelt is involved in it now. And each of the new bottles beyond what Nick and I did, we always bring in uh, an additional illustrator. So it's always myself and another illustrator, and then Alex kind of reeling it all in to make sense. So, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it hopefully looks seamless, but to have, like, that many people involved. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoy it. I love the collaboration, so 
I, yeah, I do too. But yeah. they, he doesn't tell you anything. My buddy, the guy Johnny that owns Highway Manor, I guess more to the question is like, he doesn't give you any. He's like, here's the title, go do your worst, you know, uh, and then we figure it out from there. Okay. Yeah, I like the idea of kind of keeping it true to the original, what you and Nick did, and still kind of, you, you know, and just having someone. Obviously, we'll say for Nick, who's obviously going to be listening, you know, you can't replace Nick, but um, I think it's really nice. No, I, I, I think it's really nice that you kind of kept it true to the process. And yeah, Alex did a great job. It's been, it was nice. It's nice to learn about stuff like that. I think that one of my favorite things is, is the collaborations. When I think there's different levels of collaborations, especially in craft, but I think when you're really true to, you know, a, a true collaboration of people making something together, you know, and, and doing it, you know, and you, you said you can't really, t- you can't even tell that, you know, there's multiple hands in that, which is what I really, you yeah, know, I really love. Is, that's the trick, right? And then with the, the round guy stuff and round guys is fun, uh, really, really great guys. And they, uh, the guy Bill that we talked to over there. Um, so round guys is again, Alex and myself, and they use a couple different people. So they're, they have a nice uh, variety of styles on their labels. Uh, but with that, like, you know, um, they'll sometimes come with like a, not a super specific idea, but definitely some information like, Hey, we're thinking this, you guys translate that as you see fit. And then, um, I'll just do, and it's, it's, it's great. I mean, Alex, whatever. It's just, it's also a good excuse. Alex has moved back to Vermont and it's like, Oh, do you still talk to him? I'm like I talk to him like every other day because I got to bother him about stuff. So it's nice to be tied to him like that, but uh, I'll just do like ink drawings and just scan them, send them over. And then Alex is like, all right, you know, and then he kind of, uh, you know, gets the puzzle pieces and, and sorts it out. And uh, so it's definitely like, I mean, it's all very heavy on his voice, but particularly I feel like the round guy stuff is definitely like, you know, Alex translating, uh, you know, these little ink drawings that, that I do. Now, what is, now how, how are you creating them? Is, you know, is it, or what type of paints are, is it just pen and ink and then he's coloring them? What's... Yeah, I mean, for, for, for that stuff, uh, for the most part, yeah, it's really just like uh, ink drawings and then uh, let him kind of work his design magic on uh, just like a simple black pen drawing, like marker. Well, that's great. Which is also fun because it's kind of, it's a, it's a little bit of me working outside of my wheelhouse, uh, which is which I enjoy, which is good, you know. Yeah, I gotta say that, I, I mean, obviously we're only about, you know, 25 minutes in, but I definitely get that, like you're, you're kind of up for the, the challenge, something new, you know, it's not a, you know, I don't, know, I don't know how to say it in a nice way. You're not like a set in stone artist. Like this is my way or the highway. You know, I think that you allow things to kind of evolve, and I, I like that. Yeah, gotta be fluid. I mean, and also it's like there's a part of me. It's like I, I wish it's it's you know to 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 make the decision. It's not like I made a decision to have like uh, you know a definitive style. I think it just sort of happens. You know, you do something constantly, and you know, it sort of settles in. So you know, I I, I like. You know, there's always a, a bit of an effort to kind of break out of your box a little bit, whether it's successful or not. It's definitely always in the back of my mind. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to say it. Like, yeah, I, you're, you're good with the words. So, yeah, thanks. Sure. Now, with now, lastly, with Evil Genius, what is the what is the process there? I mean, other than just asking if you can continue to draw, you know, Joel and Bead. You know, what is uh how do they how do they come at you? I guess, let me think. I think both of those times, if I'm not wrong, I think both of the times there they were kind of like, again, just you know, here's the size and that's about it. And like, gave me, I mean, they, they were, I mean, they're they're great guys. And they, 
but that's not to say they're not going to have an opinion. But if I'm not wrong, I think on both the two that we've done so far, and hopefully the third one is as easy, uh, they were just kind of like, here's what the beer is. Give us your idea. And then I sent them a thing, and they're like, we'll take it. And so that's, that's uh, always always a delight when you don't have to go back and, and tweak things. Yeah, now, that's a good – because with your the fact that your style, at least on those, is, is – is painting how how does that how would that go? I mean, I'm just it's going to sound like a pretty elementary question, but yeah, it seems like hard. It would hard to adjust the elements given, or do you just send them like early sketches and then before you finalize it, are you going all out with with a painting? I I try to never, and luckily I think with none of the beer, uh, any any of the beer stuff, you kind of just like uh, I think generally we give them something that, technically speaking, like if they were like, oh, we'll take it. We're not like, oh, we need to work on it more. So, like, you know, even if it's a sketch, it, 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 to, to us, it could be something that they could go ahead with and we would be very content with being a final product. So it's almost like the sketch is a final, whether we have to go back or that remains to be seen. Um, but, yeah, man, I, for whatever reason, I hate doing sketches and I'm always happy when I, when I don't have to. Um, and I feel like no matter, even if they, like, you know, if it's a job and they try and make you sketch, like you do one that's, like, really lousy and then the one that you want, and you're kind of like, oh, this is, and they're like, oh, that's the obvious choice. You kind of steer them towards your idea anyways. <laughs> nice. Try and be tricky. Yeah. Although you are running the danger if they choose the, the shitty one, and then you're like, well, I guess I deserve that. Yeah, right. It's like, haha. Oh, good. I love this. I was hoping we could get yeah, something like oh, this. No. It's like, no, you don't get me. That's not what it was a trick. Yeah. 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 And I remember, folks, if you uh, want to check, you know, follow along at home, it's always fun. Uh, Keith Warren Griman, G R E I M A N, and what's really great, you can uh, also keithgriman.com. There's some prints available for sale. There's a really nice one, the collaboration that you did with uh, Keith Shore from McKellar. Uh, I really also yeah, like that's, the, uh, that's long gone, baby. That one is sold out. Still on the website. Just telling you. Just tell. Oh, it says out of stock. It's up there, but Bastard. yeah, try and order. It's not gonna. Yeah, got to keep it up there for prestige. Yeah, get those clicks. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Now, which I also really like, and we just um, this past weekend, we just you know we opened our we did an art gallery uh, showing up here in, in Connecticut, and so I, I definitely you know feel that you're you're definitely on the pulse of that down in you know in the Philly area, which is in, inspiring for me to see that. To, it's not. It's you know you're you're all over the place and. It's really nice, you know, to, that you share some of those works with folks. Like I said on the Instagram, and just kind of you know following along. Some of the pieces are small. You have you know much larger, almost mural styles that you're working on. So I, I really, uh, I know you, I think you did one recently. We were just talking before about the Memphis Tap Room. You know, you, you know had some much larger pieces there. Uh, some of my family went there and you know checked it out. So it was really cool to see that. Oh, awesome! Well, thanks to the family. Yeah, we keep them. They're like little spies, so it's like espionage. That's you know, good. I keep it. Yeah, yeah. You know, just checking out man, man on the street type stuff. But yeah, they're like, where, where are you sending me? I'm like, Memphis Tap Room. They're like, it's just funny because with beer, you, you, you end up sending your family to places. Or they, they don't really question as much anymore. I'd be like, can you go to this random place at this time? They're gonna have this beer. You know, you might have yeah. to wait a little bit. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, just please. I gonna go in line for beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, My, yeah, you do. I, yeah. Depending on my, I have I have two sisters. My brother would would tell me to go pound sand. My my depending on the day, my sisters will go. My older younger sister, she's less likely. And my baby sister's probably you know she's probably the best bet. But yeah, it's funny. They both are right now. It's good to have the army working on things for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the first time I sent her to tired hands like during the heyday of like the people setting up their chairs like hours and hours ahead, and she was like, I drove by and there's these people there. 
for blocks and blocks. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. yeah I think there's people that just camped out. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not waiting in line for anything. Um, and I think there was like, I heard that like people were, uh, what's that place grim that just opened up. Like there was people in line, like, I think it was them like the night before, it was good for I, especially in New York. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for Grimm, and I love Lauren's work. She was like a guest previously, but I know that 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 brewery's been like a year plus in the waiting. So, but still, even waiting out overnight, like if I'm going to go somewhere People and have an excited. experience, <laughs> yeah, right, which is great. I mean, we hope that we can, you know, and that's how folks are when we release each week's episodes. So, Keith, they'll be waiting around the block for me to you know upload it. But I just, I assume so. I just. You know, I, I would like to be fresh, you know, and like have showered and not have like slept outside. You know, that's kind of one of the beauties of why I go to work. I have a, I don't know. I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd wait like an hour maybe, but I, I can't, I can't do days. Like people, there's some brewers, they sleep out overnight and they're like, well, we're having, I'm like, how much beer did you get? Did you get more than me when I showed up at three o'clock in the afternoon? But I was like, I just, yeah, luckily it's sort of, I just have friends that are motivated and I'll just let them do it. I'm like, Oh, you got some, may I? And they're like, yeah, thanks. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. I mean, or you just make for all these breweries. And so then, you know, like, Oh yeah, you, you're, you're doing it the other way They're You're, you're, you're in the scene. You're connected. You've got, you, you've got people. Got, you you got to operate the pipeline, you know? Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're, you're a smooth operator. And we are back. You're listening to episode number 70, 70, right here, the 16-ounce canvas, A.J. Kieran's Keith Griman. What I love about this episode, it wasn't really meant to be dad life, but it's just really a nice opportunity to get together with Keith, crack some jokes, be a little self-deprecating. His vibe, like I said, is really great. It's really important. But one part that was hard for me the entire time because I associated Keith with trusting the process, Joel Embiid, the labels they did, then fan of the, of the process. I don't know if it was me or if it was like a mental thing, and maybe you've had this experience also, but when you're thinking of something, it just seems to work itself you know, back into, your, into the forefront of where the, the conversation is going. For the first time in a really long time, I felt like I was going to say, process every sentence and so I really had to you know pull myself back and edit it or just kind of you know remove that vernacular from you know from what I was trying to ask in terms of questions and discussion with Keith but I easily probably could use the term the process another you know dozen or two times so it was really uh it was really interesting once you think about that I you know for me of the Philly sports teams I would rank them it would probably be Eagles. It used to be, I would say, it used to be Phillies, but I would say Eagles, maybe Flyers, Sixers, Phillies, which is ironic because I did go to the 2008 Philly parade, and, and I really love them all, but it's just really, I'm kind of on board. I Actually, I could even be willing to argue I might put the Sixers currently, you know, number two below the, the Eagles, you know, but that's, you know, besides the point, fly goes fly on the road to victory. I want to thank everybody at Connecticut Magazine. I want to thank Eric over there. I want to thank Susie Hunter and WTNH for featuring us on the news program. I want to thank Lucy Gelman for having us on her program, also featuring us in the Independent Arts newspaper. 
for the Art of Craft Beer. I wanted to just thank everybody who's continued to support us. It does mean a lot to us. We are having a great time. There's so many incredible artists. I do think the majority of the prints are going to sell out. So head on over to the Carol of the Gal Gallery. Head on over to our Instagram, 16OZCanvas. Tag us. Email us. Get in touch. We're, you know, we're not in the tower. We're easy to get a hold of. AJ at 16OZCanvas.com. And without further ado, let's get back into it. Part 2. Keith Warren Griman. Instagram, KeithGriman.com. Here he is, folks. Live, love, and learn. And trust that fucking process. How is it, or how was it, I guess now you're probably a little more, or maybe that's where Alex comes in, but creating for these smaller canvases? Because like I said before, some of your pieces are are much larger in size. So to scale them down to these 12, you know, 12 ounce bottles or, you know, 16 ounce cans. I don't think you're doing a lot of cans, actually. You're more of a bottle guy. But um, how, how is that with your art? Because I think that one of the great things about your pieces is there's so much going on that, you know, it, it is a story and you can really dive into each, you know, quadrant or section of your pieces and have a little new things that you take away. So how was that for you, at least initially, you know, making for such a smaller medium or smaller scale? It's, I think it's kind of, uh, it's natural. It's, it's no different. I would say, I think sort of, uh, whether you give me a four inch by four inch painting or like a 20 foot by 17 foot mural, I'm just going to fill that space up until, you know, there's just sort of, I don't generally, and kind of going back to the sketching thing, like I I really just kind of start working. It's not like I generally go in with a very definitive like idea or sometimes no idea at all. It's kind of like you sort of just chip away at it until it presents itself. Um, And it's just, so I guess point being with it, it's just a shorter time frame. You know, if it's small, I'll work on it and be like, okay, that's done because, it's just, I've run out of room or it's just, uh, it, it just speaks. It says it's done. And then, you know, same as like a, a big, uh, a big mural, I'll just work on it. And, you know, it looks like right, I'm doing this for like three weeks. And eventually you're like, oh, I think, I think I'm finished. So it, it truly is just kind of, it's they're very much the same, same process and same, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, exercise. Okay. Now do you, when you're creating is, so you're saying you're just, it, are you always just kind of filling in things and you're stepping back and adding is your, you know, is it evolving even when you're making it, what the end product is? Oh, for sure. I mean, definitely. It's always funny too. I, mainly, I guess probably the thing I do most is, is like just paintings. I do a lot of uh, commissions for people and just like paintings and, and gallery work and stuff. And more than, you know, let's say it's a commission for somebody. Somebody's like, I want to get a painting from you. And it's, it always, it, you know, just to make, just to let them know that I'm out here working, you know, it's like, this is happening, you know, uh, I'll send some, you know, like, here's a picture of where it stands. But, you know, in my mind, it's kind of probably not going to look like that. Cause yeah, you have to sit there and be like, you know, that is the worst house I've ever painted. And I, you know, spent like three days doing it. Then you paint it out and there's, it's not there at all. So yeah, definitely lots of ebb and flow. Yeah. I, I love it. So I'm really, um... I am a fan, so I appreciate it. Not that you're asking, but... Um, well, thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah easily. Now, like I said, being that we're both not living the line life and waiting for hours for beers, are there, are there different... You know, you, you are you a beer guy? Do you, you know, do you, do you have any favorite styles or, or breweries? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, you know, 
It's funny. I think I, I got into beer probably in like the early mid two thousands. I just did like a lot of traveling when I was in college, and so I'd always go to Seattle, and you know they were and just going into a, you'll empathize with me like being from here. I'd go into a grocery store and see beer, and I'd just be like, "This is crazy." I, there's beer in grocery stores out here. Like I, I can't even believe it. And you know the, you'd have this whole different. I guess it would stand out just because it was like different than what I was used to seeing, and so. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, and also being, like, you know, going to school for illustration, I was like, oh, these are attractive things. And so probably got into beer early on by way of the art, I think. I mean, also just liking beer and being, like, a young college guy that liked to drink, but I'd always, you know, like, treat myself like, oh, I could get 40, but look at look at this handsome label. That's, that's nice art. Um, I love, uh, I was actually yesterday I went to an event I, i'm gonna say and it's probably also like fresh in my mind so it's like you know i'm prone to hyperbole for sure but i'm gonna say like kind of like i feel like my favorite these i mean forest of maine can't beat them oh so good yeah Daniel, so yeah. good and yeah so they did like a thing at a at martha which is a bar here in philadelphia which is fantastic for anybody that gets the chance and so those guys were pouring yesterday and it's all like three blocks from my house so i got to walk over um and Dan was supposed to bring some cans and didn't show up for me. So Dan, if you're listening, he does listen. For you. He tells me he listens. Um, so this will be a good test. Yeah. This will be a good test. I haven't, yeah. I haven't called him on that in a while, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I definitely want to get some of those new uh, new tubes as they're calling them. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, yeah, and baby tubes or whatever they're. Yeah, I, I definitely. Oh, yeah, great. They're they're super good, and they also. I mean, one thing just. Uh, you know, the thing they were saying yesterday is they were pouring, I think it was their dark Saison, which is like 7%, which for them is like, it's a lot. It's a lot of ABV. And so, yeah, I just want to drink, if, if I had my way, I would drink like 3.3 3 and change, 4 and change, like a Terrace Bulba. Like, what is it, like 4, 4.2, 4.7? I, I, can, I can drink Terrace Bulba all day. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've, I've come I to appreciate it. that, yeah. Yeah, because I find yeah. if I have these huge ones that just kind of... They just put they 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 just put me out like I'm not drunk though, yeah. but like they just make me like I'm just exhausted. I feel like it's just I'm old, but yeah, I had I had yeah, a, I had a stout old, last I had a stout last night that was it was really good, but it was like eleven it was eleven point seven percent, and it was it was one of the ones where they 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 hid the booze pretty well, but I was definitely I was yawning. It was good. Yeah. You ever um are you familiar with uh, Browery West out in California? The name sounds familiar. The, the, the name sounds familiar, yeah. But I, I haven't had. They, they do a, a definitely worth checking out. Uh, one, their beers are incredible. They their label, since this is you know this is relevant to what we're doing here, uh, are are pretty exceptional. They always use different artists, but they they've gotten really into doing these incredibly uh, like ornate die cut labels. They're just really fancy, and I think what's neat about them is also it's very much their thing. Like nobody else is doing it very uniquely. Uh, they're wonderful people. Their beers are are incredible. They make this Pilsner Pop Fuji, which I can't get enough of. Although I also don't see it hardly ever because um, it's out in California. But uh, certainly worth checking out the beer and the art. Uh, yeah. Okay. Really. Yeah. Now that yeah, that's that when you said that because it's a yeah it's a, I butchered this point. Yeah. B r o u w e r i j west. Yeah. Those they're definitely on the radar. I like you're saying the the way that they do the labels is, is, is definitely really unique with the floating stickers and the weird, the weird yeah. die cuts. Yeah. Excellent, man. Look at you plugging other people. Like you're, you're, some, yeah, natu you're some natural here. So what's, uh, you know, I can't, 
You care. You're, you're a man of the people. I'm in it for the community, man. Community. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is what, what? What do you have coming up next? What What can the folks you know look forward to on you know, you know the Keith you know Griman uh, you know reality tour? What's going on? I'm I'm waiting for Alex to send me a second draft of the label any minute now. Hopefully, um, yeah, just got a, a couple um, labels on Highway Manor that we're working on. Waiting on this one from Alex this morning for Round Guys. And then lots of uh, upcoming art shows. Got a, a mural at some coffee shop in Temple University coming up. So just you know, staying staying as busy as possible and uh, trying to convince my children to not go out in the heat. But you got to be a good good dad, and if they want to go to the playground, you got to suck it up. Yeah, because you're. It, it's a yeah. Again, I'm this. I'm going to tag this episode with parenting. I'm. I'm I apologize, but no. Like the, we'll with, do. A, we'll do a spinoff dad beer podcast. I think we could do know. it. Yeah, we and we just drink beer though. We drink really the big beers that we wouldn't normally drink, but we just say it's for the people, and we yeah. just get you know tie one on. But no, just like you don't want your kid to be a mushhead on the device or just inside all day. But when it gets really hot out, you're just like, oh, this air conditioning is great. You know, I'm paying for it. Might as well put it to good use. But yeah. Uh, my house is, I mean, it's almost the opposite. I must think my children want to get out because they're like, this is so cold. Like our house is an ice cave. And I was like, you want to go out in the backyard? I'll leave the door open, put a bowl of water out there, but you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Now do you, is, is your home also your, your studio? What, or do you, do you have a space that you create? No, no. I, it's funny. We just, um, combined the two kids so i had a very nice big studio and then when we had the second kid i uh, migrated downstairs to the kitchen uh, the dining room table and then we just after a while like two years later we're like all right let's let's put them in the same room so we figure something out and then it'll free up the backspace uh which i've done absolutely nothing with and my stuff is still piled on my living room table yeah that's so a conundrum. Someday I'll get a proper studio, but it works for me. I'm happy. Oh yeah, again, like, yeah. I mean, who, that's the thing. There's, no, I, I haven't found a one size fits all approach to anything. And this will be episode number seventy. And I've, I've, there's commonalities, but what is one one person would would lose their shit if that was their setup. Other folks are love having the home set up and having the kids around. The kids, it's just really wonderful because. Especially with art, right? And this is going to be cliche in a way, but just the interpretation of of the same thing by different people and the outputs, you know, is just it's that's it's mind blowing and it's really beautiful to me that you know you could all be given the same brief and you know we come back with all these just wonderful different interpretations or word plays or metaphors and imagery and it just it's one of the one of the great takeaways for me. You know, it's whiskey artists. You know, <laughs> creative man himself. So, yeah. so let's see what what else we have for you. Um, when when you're creating, you know, are you? Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're at home, this might answer itself. But do you have certain music you're listening to, or what, what's the what's the vibe over there at the at Grime and Studios? I've actually gotten really. This, I'm a very recent podcast convert. Like just maybe two or three weeks ago, I've kind of started dipping a toe in. I watch, um, I'm still like at 40, crazy obsessed with like skateboarding and like 90s skateboard or just skateboarding in general, but having grown up skating in the 90s. So I definitely watch, um, there's a YouTube 
show called the nine club, which is all interviews with like skaters and stuff. And so I put that on, but then it's still something to watch. And so it's like, I find myself, I'm very easily distracted. And then, so I was like, all right, let's just do a podcast where there's not that visual distraction. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of like really working for me right now. It's just getting to listen to stories and stuff like that. That's great. So, yeah. The nine club. So, yeah. so currently that's where we're at. Yeah, no, the nine club. Again, we don't usually plug others, but yeah, nine club, the nine club.com. Uh, one of my friends and kind of um, unofficial like art director from what we do here is a huge nine club fan. And so he keeps, he keeps grinding on me to try to make this a, you know, nine club esque, you know, podcast, which I would would love to do. Yeah, man, do it. Oh yeah. But then, yeah, I mean, obviously, but there's a whole whole... other component though. You want to talk, you're editing enough as it is, you know, get, get a table in there. have to worry about that. You know, why not triple the workload for yourself? Well, right. He, He always like, we have the, what I would like to do and what's, real with the royal we which is just myself you know like mm-hmm. and it's just yeah so that's that's a that's a dream at least or we have some variations of that we, we're trying to connect with some video folks we have some cool ideas we want to do and we actually daniel you know daniel thought the idea was pretty good so we're gonna see what happens with it but yeah that's just great because even now if you look on the instagram we have as little insider information you know if you look now when we do the episodes come out with the photos and then we say what episode it is and we have the logo with the black. It's kind of a, 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 a hat tip or kind of homage to the, the nine club, how they set theirs up, you know, with, with mm. the, the artist and the episode information. That's good branding. It works. You know, podcasts yeah. surprisingly don't pay the bills. So we're, we're, not, we're figuring it not out. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but here's the thing. We don't give a fuck. We don't care. We don't care because yeah. yeah. we're, we're making something unique. People are loving it. You know, people have been, uh, at, we've gotten, and you'll like this, you know, we've gotten a lot of messages, you know, we recommending we should interview you. So, I mean, your family's working really hard. Your kids oh, are, sweet. your your kids will, you know, get at the PR agency, will get a, you know, get some bonus today. But yeah, definitely you've yeah, been. Uh, extra candy for the kids. For some yeah, exactly. It was a little weird that, you know, all the emails had the last name Griman, but, you know, Kid Griman yeah. 1, Kid Griman 2. Not very covert, man. But yeah, it was not. It's just nice because it's like okay, like, and I mean, obviously, we already had you confirmed, but sometimes we get those and we don't know folks, and so it allows us to you know save you know save some time and you know little, little legwork. But if you were to listen to some music, you know, what, what kind of tunes you're listening to? We're gonna because we like to customize the episode to some music. You know, your the beds behind you when you're you know we're doing the intros and stuff like that and. I don't really want to have uh, Chris Roberts talking behind me talking. That would not be good. <laughs> I just, um, let me see. I listened to, I like that new The Void album, which is uh, Casablanca's From the Strokes uh, other project. So I've been, that was on fairly heavy rotation. Um, yesterday, I used my Amazon gift card to buy the old Bjork remix album Telegram, which is pretty great. Um Definitely, it was you know kind of a time and a place. It was definitely like a dorm room staple for me, uh, a very long time ago. Um, so awesome. yeah, I guess those are two that are sort of fresh on my mind. All right, excellent. And then, as somebody, I mean, I do love that you're a little bit older than me, so you're the, you'll be the old man of the two today. But for as somebody wise. who so yeah, wise. you're wise, yes, wise behind your years. But as somebody who's been kind of you know doing it, has been. You know, grinding out there is making a you know career in art. Would you have any advice for someone kind of a little more green? You know, we've we've had a, uh, a lot of requests or 
notes uh, from folks who are just kind of getting started, you know, out there. And I can, it's probably definitely hyper competitive, but just somebody looking to make a, you know, go at it with, with art and you know, their passion. Would you have any advice for somebody like that? Yeah, I think the, the, the trick is, I mean, I'm only, obviously one can only speak from personal experience. Right. This is not, a, yeah, all, you're I not mean, legally bound to these people. Yeah. Just do the work. Like when I was young, or not even young, doing art and painting has always been my like primary form of entertainment. So even beyond, like even if I went out to the bar when I was like 23, I'd wind up at home and like paint till weird hours of the morning. Like there was always every day painting was involved. And again, it was, or I just wouldn't go out at all. It was like that was what was fun to me and I enjoyed it. It never worked. Uh, still isn't. And so it's sort of on that note, I think you just have to really, really do it. You, and then so people will take note, like, you know, even more so I hardly like touch my website these days because you have the immediacy of Instagram. And, and I think so much, I see so much personally come from that um, because I think people can see like that you're, that one is like prolific. They can see the evolution of the work. They can see exactly what you're doing, you know, at the time and be like, oh, this guy's super busy. Or this person cares, and they're you know they're they're really working. So just do the work, and beyond that, send five million emails and bother everybody all of the time. Oh, that was the email piece at the end came out of nowhere. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, I mean, just like hey, do you want? Can I do a label? Like your label? Let me do a label. You know, and so there was many. There was a long. I mean, eventually you get this on traction. You know what I mean? And then it's like people see that, and then hopefully. Ideally, it switches and they're coming after you. But I think, right. you know, you can't, uh, you know, there's no, not enough can be said for like being proactive. Now, what was your first label that you did? Um, probably the initial, I mean, beer, beer was definitely like a late in the game sort of thing. I right. started uh, like maybe it was like two, three years ago. It would have been the like the four or five things that Nick and I did uh, for so for Highway Matters. So I met Johnny. I'm going to say I could be wrong, but I think Johnny Compton, the guy that owns Highway Manor, we met uh, at the very first Shelton Festival, the Fest up in Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester, yeah. Which was an inc- I mean, you know, it was great because it was like the best beer, and like just it was in Worcester. And I guess and I kind of felt like nobody really went. And so it's going back to our waiting in line, you know, it's just like you're going in the stand. There's like maybe five people in front of you for like an unblended campion. You're like, this is, this is crazy. Um, and so we just, we were, you know, we had a mutual friend. And so we kind of wound up hanging out there and he always was a good home brewer. And he always wanted to do, he's like, ah, someday I'm going to do a, a brewery. And it's like, well, when the time comes, hit me up. And then, you know, three years later, he's like, you, you want to do some labels? I was like, yeah, let's do it. That's good. Yeah. I love those stories. <laughs> Randomly just, Hey, I'll do that. And then you hear from it three years. Yeah. So good. Good on you guys. Highway matter guys. Keep grinding. I think it's nice. Yeah. So maybe that's, we can throw that in there. Like the, like any advice is like, yeah, commit to everything and eventually maybe something will show up. Yeah. Cause that, that's hard, especially, you know, manage, you know, with a, being like I said, this is going to stick. So you should use it in your work. Entrepreneur, it really it's hard because your timelines don't always match up. It's not this beautiful, you know, perfect. Like okay, this is going to start today, and this one's going to end, and that will start. It's you know, you commit to five projects that get put off for a couple of weeks, and then you have you know, then they all want to go at the same time, and then, yeah. So it's uh, it's impressive because it's really uh, it's it's 
it gives you flexibility and gives you the ability to be your own boss, but that shit's got to be a little scary at times. Yeah, it, it doesn't, you know, it's always nice to have a, a wife that has a job, too. It doesn't hurt. There you go. That's the secret, folks. Yeah. Mar- yeah. Marry up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. That should have been the very first thing I said. <laughs> So Don't, put that, yeah. Uh, yeah, go to First the bar and then that. find somebody and then someone you can have the drinks yeah. with and then come back and paint late night four or paint them like one yeah. of the French girls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I apologize, but I, I ramble sometimes and that was that was hilarious. So, all right. Well, uh, I appreciate you making the time today. Thanks to you. You know, obviously Alex, you know, was uh, was your hype man. He was, you know, because – because I was learning a lot when I was speaking with Alex. I didn't know to what level, you know, kind of you were saying before, you sent him the pieces and you worked together. It was hard for me to tell where it started and where it ended. And he, and he was really complimentary of you and you know, kind of put me in check and let me know what was yours and what wasn't. And so that, that's always, you know, I've come to learn the artists are really supportive of each other because mm-hmm. if you can't support each other, right, who's going to who's gonna do that for you? But, yeah. but it was, yeah, yeah sure. it was really nice. And so... I really, uh, I really enjoyed speaking to you. The fact you're in Philly makes it. We really try to, if we can, you know, have beers with you know the artists at some point. And uh, I would love, you know, I love to to do that. We'll just get beers off the shelf, though. Neither of us will wait in line for beers. We won't have special beer together. And we'll Never. Just... Yeah, come on. We got a, you know, quick quick walk to Memphis there. Like I said, bring bring the family in from Port Richmond, Lee and Kabasi. You know what I mean? Like they're they're fans of up there in the Port Richmond area. <laughs> Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, any excuse I have to get back to Philly, where I was dialing your number, we're not gonna give your number away, but it was a two six seven number. I always love that. Or you know, folks who have moved out of Philly and they have an old two one five number. I'm like, oh, you're from Philly, huh? They're like, oh yeah. It's like to me, that's like the secret handshake. It's like hell yeah. I, I wish I would have kept yeah. my uh, my cell phone from back in the day. You give them a little extra, a little extra love if you see the two one five. You're like, okay. Yeah, two six seven was a weird period. I remember, when, I remember when they made up a new area code, and that was pretty like they do that now more often. But I remember that I was like, whoa, it was it was a big deal. Oh, like, scandalized! I'm like, I can't have a two one five. Yeah, people were people were pissed. People did not want to be two six seven. They're like, whoa, yeah. that meant you were like new, like you're new Philly, like you weren't original. You're yeah. like, oh, I have a two. Oh. It's hurtful, but like you know what? I've I've grown into it. I'm fine. Well, right. Don't worry about me. Right, well, yeah, and I mean, we all remember when there, you didn't have to dial the area code, and then that was when, that was why they had these new ones come up, because they just ran out of phone numbers, but. Well, now, I guess it'd be a good time, uh, before we sign off, we'll plug our, our dad podcast, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll have that we'll have that posted sometime next oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, even, even if we just get together for a, a promo photo and never do it, I think, yeah, it was great. When sure. I was a oh, kid. Yeah. But why ever actually do anything? When I was a kid, we only had to dial yeah. seven phone, seven numbers, and now we have to do ten. This is crazy. You old kids, you can use your voices. You don't have to be strapped to a phone in the house and wait for someone to call you. You can be mobile. We got to save this material. Oh, it's a teaser. That's like we'll do like a you yeah. know, out, out, out go. We'll just kind of on the next episode of Dad Life. All right. There you go. Well, Key, this is going down a fucking weird path, and I apologize. So um, thank you. Thank you for putting up with me. You are a friend. So thank, we're thank good. Thank you more. And we'll, no. uh, I'll talk to you. All right, enjoy enjoy the dad life, and uh, we'll, we will talk to you soon. And I'll be definitely be reaching out when I'm uh, back home in Philly. Cool. And and here's my question: Do I actually hang up now? <laughs> you could, yeah, you can do that. I'm on the computer, so I don't, I don't get to hang up on you. Like I there's like I could click you off.
And there you have it, folks. Episode 70 is in the books. The first episode of our seventh 12-pack from the Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, my hometown. Checking in from Fishtown, Kensington, Keith Griman, G-R-E-I-M-A-N.com. Keith Warren Griman on Instagram. Real pleasure. I just had a lot of fun talking to Keith. Look for the new dad dad beers coming up soon. Our new podcast where two dads get together, drink beers that they shouldn't have on a weeknight. And then we talk to each other about kid stuff. It's going to be all the newest rage. Everyone's going to be talking about it at the, at the sandbox. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. So we thank Keith for making the time. We are excited. We really enjoyed speaking with him. Looking forward to the new beer coming out this fall about the process. We have Trust the Process. Phantom of the process, and he's just doing a lot more work, and it's just great to see that. Like I said, Keith is so busy that he forgot to fucking mention that he did a mural at the Philadelphia International Airport. That is incredible. I tell my friends, I tell my family about every episode we do. I don't forget shit when it's that huge and massive. I wouldn't forget to tell my friends that I just had this amazing show, The Art of Craft Beer in New Haven, that it's still open to the 29th. Keith just casually mentions that. just throws it up on his social. Oh, yeah, there it is, my mural. And it's fucking awesome. He is a great artist. He's a good dude. We've never met. We look forward to it. I look forward to it. And hopefully the feeling is mutual. But Keith Griman, Keith Warren Griman on Instagram, KeithGriman.com. You're listening to the 16-ounce canvas, 16OZCanvas.com, 16OZCanvas. That is the hashtag tic-tac-toe numeric sign. We love it. Folks have been using that for the art show. Folks have been using that for other posts. It is incredible. We're meeting some amazing people. We have people coming in from upstate New York. We have people coming in from way up in New England, definitely past Boston, some folks in Boston. We have folks in New Hampshire, Philadelphia. want to give a big thanks, a big shout-out to my family. Really appreciate all the work that they did. Sue, Shannon, Tim, Taylor, even my dad and Heather also was very super helpful. So it was just a lot of fun. We are, we're a village. You know, you can't do it by yourself. And it was just wonderful. I want to thank Chris and Brandy for the kick-ass bartending they did. Keeping everybody, keep the libations flowing. Keeping everybody hydrated. Just never a dull moment. But you are listening to the 16-ounce canvas. And I think we're just going to call it a wrap. We thank you and we thank you. Fuck you. We're out. Peace. <laughs>